Poverty Light. And I'm Rick Rupenthal. Welcome to An Honest Look. Where we look at transformation from the inside out. Unplugged. Unscripted. And in the moment. Is this, is this what I'm supposed to do too? <laughs> hey, good evening, good afternoon, good morning. Oh, we're alive. Oh, yes, we are. <laughs> <clears throat> Hello, everyone. Just to let everybody know, we were centering ourselves. We're centering ourselves. We're trying to find a way not to laugh. Yeah, yes. <laughs> so, try, try to get a little more serious about what we're talking about, right? Yeah, just be very, very serious and professional. <laughs> so that we look like we know what we're talking about. Oh, are you saying that... When we're serious, it looks better that we we actually look like we're talking. We know what we're talking about when we're serious. <clears throat> what do you believe? Well, what that's that's very <laughs> that's, that's great. That's a great segment because that's exactly you know what what it's all about, right? It's like what whatever you believe. To whatever be you believe, yeah, yeah. I could sit here and be like, last week I couldn't stop laughing. How did yeah. that look? And get in my head. Yeah. Or I can just think about it. Well, what a great way to start this, you know, yeah. to just be who we are, you yeah. know, yeah. in a moment of laughter that you can't stop because yeah. something really, really funny happened yeah. before you started, right? And, and you're live now and you can't really edit it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, well you, no, you can't. I mean, uh, anybody that watches the recording, we rarely edit anything out. Um, I don't think we've ever edited it. Never. Yeah, we never edited anything out. But speaking of fun, if 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 I could just take a little bit of a segue, you posted some things on Facebook that looked oh. like where was the cel what was the celebration about? It was amazing. So it's a it's actually a, a daybreaker. It's a company that was founded by this woman who's actually from Brooklyn in Brooklyn. And it's a dance culture that started, um, I think, like in 2019 or something. I could be completely butchering this, but mm -hmm. it, it, the whole concept was about getting people started for their day. That's why it's called Daybreaker. And um, it's still, I think, I believe, still happens, starts at 6 a.m. in the morning, ends oh, at wow. 9, and then people go to work. And it's like there's no alcohol served, there's no drugs, it's just people gathering, like, <laughs> And, and dancing, you know, dancing their butts off and, and the way that shifts your brain state and your energy is actually pretty remarkable. And that's kind of what I witnessed and what I, you know, what I experienced on a Sunday morning at 9 a.m., which, you know, I love to sleep in on Sunday morning, especially when, you know, I don't have my kids around. I love to get a little more extra rest. Instead, I went there. I did you know, yoga first thing. Yeah. Uh, we did like a little meditation and then we started dancing with a full on DJ, the whole thing. I mean, if you've seen the pictures, yeah, in some kind of on stilts in a costume and yeah, uh, yeah. Almost me like, yeah. Uh, what's that? Um, 
uh, down in the desert, they have fire, fire. Oh mill. yeah. It's, it's a little bit like, uh, it's a little bit like burning man. Yeah. Burning man. Yeah. 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 And it was great. You know, it is about being able to express yourself however you want through clothing, through movement, through dance, through showing up just as you are not really caring about what it looks like. And then, you know, it's like, it's daylight. Yeah. So <clears throat> yeah. It was really, really fun. And I had a lot of things that were weighing on me this week and I just really needed recentering. And, you know, as, you know, like being a coach, I feel like I spend a lot of time in my head thinking and processing and, you know, analyzing things. Okay. Is there anybody out there that doesn't spend a lot of time in their head? Come on. <laughs> I don't know. I think I spend a remarkable amount of time in my head. Uh, and, you know, sometimes I feel like there's only so much processing that you can do to do through your intellect. And it felt really, really healing and mm -hmm. nice to be able to move my body and just release some of the tension and the stuck energy that way. I felt completely rejuvenated. And yeah. at the end of it, we, there was like a, a meditation music that was being played by this very famous Indian musician who's yeah, the last, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who's the last um, student of this, I, I'm doing a terrible job because <laughs> I can't remember the names, but like someone really well-known in that world. Yeah. And yeah. the music is all geared towards meditation and, and getting, shifting your brain state. And I really, really, really experienced that during that. It was, it was like maybe 15 minutes of him playing the music where I really felt like, I felt like my Kundalini being activated. Like it was, mm -hmm. yeah. it was, it was like a really remarkable experience. So I really enjoyed it. So they, they, um, do they do this once a week or every day or? <clears throat> so I, I believe that now they're doing it every other month in New York and they are okay. doing a tour of 10 cities right now. Oh, so it's okay. moving around the U S and I, I think they have plans to expand it beyond the, the U S. Oh, okay. So I do think they're going to Canada too. I, I could be wrong, but I believe they are. Okay. So it's it's growing, it's expanding. They had to take a break during COVID, yeah, for obvious reasons. Yeah, like everybody else did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Like it. What a notion of of uh, what a wonderful way to start a day, right? It's like it was great. It yeah, really was. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and that that's a very good point because then when we got done, it was about like one p.m. and like we had a you know long stretch of our day ahead of us, but like. Mm -hmm we we were our energy was buzzing you know mm -hmm. like we were just in a very different uh just mood yeah state just, of yeah. mind yeah like energized yeah. physically even though it was like raining you mm -hmm. know outside it was like a cloudy dark day just yeah, I, we felt really good on the inside yeah. hi cool. everyone yeah we got uh, cameron from austin thanks welcome yeah and um Sorry, we don't know your first name, Miss Miss Vegan from Germany. From Germany. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah. Thank you for attending. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> 10 p.m. 10 p.m. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, late, late for Europe, but uh that's excellent. So um yeah, yeah no, that was pretty exciting. <laughs> so it um you know there there's so much is available to us nowadays. And um, I know when we were talking about our subject, um, oh, Ziggy. Hi, Ziggy. <laughs> um, 
we were talking about, I'm just going to throw up our, 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 um, our topic today. Uh, I tried it all and nothing has changed. Right. And I, I know I'm a, I'm a wee bit older than you. My generation almost, but, uh, the, um, you know, when I reflect back on my journey in self-development or human potential movement or whatever, because that's what we used to call it back in the early seventies. Um, you know, and I, the number of workshops, the number of books I still buy, I procure, you know, the number of books I've read, the workshops, all those other kinds of things back then. And what's happened now, there's a, been a fundamental sh shift. And I think early on, I was what what you would consider a seeker. I was <laughs> always looking for something um, because I felt something was missing in me. Mm -hmm. I felt at times broken. I felt uh, something lacking. I kept, uh, and we had an episode on comparison. I kept comparison others, how well, how well, quote, they were, they were doing, doing right? you know and so i felt like okay what is wrong with me like why aren't i doing better and so mm -hmm. i used to i would get absorbed into all these different workshops i'd buy books like crazy thinking well that's a that's an interesting title maybe there's something there that's missing mm -hmm. so um <clears throat> that was my beginning what um i'm curious about your beginning my beginning with self-development um, so, yeah improving myself i mean I, I would say that my beginning was a was a beginning that i wouldn't say i even recognized that i was self-developing it really for me started with the necessity to have someone help me through some really difficult challenges mm -hmm. in my life so i started with seeing therapists right uh, throughout my life i lost my dad when i was very very young i was eight years old in a very tragic way. So I, you know, very early on in my life, I was exposed to what, what, you know, that kind of work is like. But then, you know, when I was in my teens, again, you know, again, I went back, I was very depressed. I was having a lot of uh, emotional problems, a lot of depression and therapy again, came back into my life and helped me through, you know, what I was going through. And so I feel like, I was very early on exposed to um, that kind of mind training of really looking at things in a different way, questioning things and expressing my emotions. So I, I don't necessarily think that I, back at the time, I really sat there too much and analyzed that it. it was just a tool that I used. I just showed up and I felt better when I left. And then, you know, and then it came back in really strongly in my life later on when I lost my husband at the age of 30. And at that point, because of the, uh, just uh, because of how severely depressed and traumatized I was from what had happened, I had some PTSD, I was exposed to different formats of, you know, therapeutic treatments that were not just like a one-on-one -on -one type of right. treatment was, you know, involved like group therapy, um, EFT, EMDR. So I, I tried different types of treatments and they were all very beneficial in a slightly different way. Mm -hmm. And I think that was the beginning of my mind expanding in that sense and becoming curious. 
And then I went back again into what we could call these different phases in between phases of like dormant phases for me, mm -hmm. you know, like I did continue to see a therapist for 10 years, but it became a little bit of a habit. So while I was being, you know, helped and while I was like having that like one-on-one -on -one, uh, introspective type of work, you know, like in my life, I was stuck in it. You know, I felt very, very stuck. I felt like, well, it was more of a place where I went and I vented and I let out what was on the inside, what made me, you know, like feel down and depressed and doubt myself and not like my life and all of this stuff. But it didn't quite have a way how, right? And I feel that at some point I even started resenting it. At some point, I even felt like, what is this really even doing? Because I'm still stuck. I feel really stuck. Nothing's changing. I'm miserable. I don't like my life. There were so many things that I didn't like. Mm -hmm. I mean, looking back now, I, I realize that whenever we're stuck, right? And this is very much the topic of today. The stuckness is really nothing on the outside of us, is, is our mental stuckness, right? We are stuck in a, in a certain way of seeing and doing and thinking of things, right? So we're truthfully really keeping ourselves stuck, right? And yeah, yeah we're unable to get out of a certain loop, right? Because we, we're only, we're, it's our beliefs, right? It's our beliefs and the beliefs that we have lead us to see things in a way that matches those beliefs, right? So if we continue to believe the same things, we're going to continue to see things in the same ways. And that's uh, something. And that's something uh, uh, that I did not know for a number of years. I did, right. it, it, it never occurred to me, because right. the hook, you know, you 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 get a book, you go to a workshop, you come out of these workshops, and you feel like, wow, I feel great. I feel right. like I. I can right. conquer the world right and and there's this enthusiasm for about i don't know sometimes it's a week two weeks maybe a month if i'm if i was lucky <clears throat> but as as the time went on there was this diminishing returns thing so it was sort of like okay well i got to get myself into another workshop <laughs> mm, right thinking right. that was right. the solution to mm -hmm. keeping me at a at a high effective state well, because you, you need the support, right? The same kind of, you know, like dynamic happens with therapy. Like you, you mm -hmm. have, a, you know, I had remarkable, you know, sessions where I was like, oh my God, it's all so clear now. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. And then you walk out and you're good for a day. And then it's like, when is my next, next session? Right. Like when, when, when am I going to go back? Right. Like I need, I need to see my therapist again. So it's the same thing, you know, in regards to what you are talking about. Right. Yeah. I need the next workshop. I need to learn more. I need to know about this. I need to know about that. Right. And all of that is great. And all of that is enriching. It, it, it certainly is like it, like, but, but it, but what really kind of threw me for a loop until I got involved with, you know, Michael Neal's work, um, you know, several years ago was this whole notion that what I was looking for was some somewhere out there in right. the world that right. that if I got it, I got into the right teacher, got into the right program, got into all these different things, then finally I would be able to find it. But I but I couldn't find it. It was like looking for a needle in a haystack, you know, just when you. You thought you found the little needle, <laughs> um, 
you know, it wasn't, it wasn't it. It just wasn't it. And it became very, very frustrating. And I found sometimes where, I don't know if anybody else can relate. I just, I just couldn't care anymore. I just gave up. I said, you know, like I can't keep spending money like this. You know, I'm going to have to somehow learn to manage my feelings, my emotions, all the other things that are going on, regardless of what's going on in my life. And then somewhere along the lines, you know, a few things happened. um, And I started to look at things from an inside out perspective. So realizing that my circumstances, you know, it wasn't the workshops that were doing that to me. It was something inside of me. And so I needed to explore that. And so the journey really became reversed. Right. Yeah, it's like it, the workshops and even the work with in therapy that it, it, it gives you that mirror where you look on the inside for a moment, yeah. right? And that's what feels good about it. But then we oftentimes come out of it and we don't quite know how to sustain that. We don't quite know how to then continue to do that work, right? And then it becomes it becomes the opposite of what's serving you because now when you can't sustain it, now you are reinforcing the belief that you can't change, that something is broken, that something is wrong with you, right? So you have to go back for more help from the outside because see, like when I finished that course, I came back home and then I went back to being my usual self, right? And that's very true. There's a there's a there's an actual reason why that happens, right? And that's like our brains always take us back to our habitual behaviors, right? To our habitual thinking. And if you're not aware of that, and if you don't understand how the mechanics of that are, and if you don't understand what to expect from that part of the process, it's very, very easy to revert back to believing, oh, see, it doesn't work, there's something broken with me. Right. Instead, if you can, if all that learning can teach you something, something fundamental that for me really was crucial in changing the way I saw things, what I learned was how actually the mechanics of the brain work. Right. That it is very normal that when you come back, your brain wants to take you back to what it knows. Your brain wants to take you yeah. back to the habitual yeah. behaviors because that's a lot easier than implementing What's change. comfortable. It's your it's, right. it's, it's right. the comfort zone for a reason. <laughs> exactly. I mean, change is not easy, but change is possible if you tackle it one bit at a time, small steps at a time. Right? In, in, and, and point yourself in a, yes, a change is, of, you know, is possible. Like growth absolutely. is possible but when we attach to something outside then it becomes almost like an addictive thing it it becomes well i need that before something else could happen and that's um there's a as an author called um and a and a uh, self-help guru i i i don't know what he actually calls himself but jeff foster and and i remember i sent you a couple of uh, uh podcasts of him being interviewed um he's um a spiritualist but he but when he talks about um i saw what this quote today on on uh, somebody had posted on social media about if we start with the premise that you're broken then the mind says oh you're broken so right. it, it, it reinforces the the whole mindset around well if you're trying to fix me therefore i must be broken 
So, and right. that's why I started right. the Unbroken Hero Project because I, I said, that's crap. Why don't we start with the fact that you are not broken and let's work on how, uh, help you understand how things work, how, how your experiences are developed, how your mind works. And you'll notice that you're actually not broken. You just have a misunderstanding of different things that are going on. You and just have the wrong program running. You have the wrong program. <laughs> you're latched on to different beliefs. And how, do, how does that happen? You know, so, so there's a number of different things that, that are helpful when you start with the premise, you're not broken. Right, right. I agree. And also, I think what really helps, has helped me and helps me is this constant reminder that the brain is a machine and it's not who I am. Oh, absolutely. And that's a very hard, it was difficult for me at first to kind of detach myself from that concept because I saw myself as, as my body, my brain, right? Because your brain is your thinking tool, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. And yet the more I learned about the brain and how it works and the, you know, the dynamics of it and the, the, that it can be rewired like a machine, like software, you can swap the swap software. And the more I realized, well, I really, it would really serve me much more to let go of that notion that is me and to just swap that for, it's just a tool that allows me to think and do and, you know, like move and whatever else, right? But who I am is way beyond that, right? Who I am is greater than that, right? And what that does, it helps us how makes it easier for us to accept when we fall into the patterns of going back to our old habits and doing things that we're trying to change that we haven't been able to change again, right? And just see it as, oh yeah, I still need to work on swapping that software. I mm -hmm. need to keep repeating the action that's going to uninstall that behavior and install a new one more times, right? Because until then, what would happen for me, at least, and I know that happens for most of my clients too, before they make this shift is now you feel even more like you, you reinforce the belief that you're starting, you're trying to change to begin with. And now you add to it the guilt, the not feeling enough, the beating yourself up, the self-criticism, right? Like you're yeah. just really making sure because the brain is, the brain's, you know, like, main um main job is to simplify things right so the brain will do anything to bring you back to that original software that's yeah. already installed right yeah. Yeah. and so now you're giving it all this other ammo right the self-criticism the guilt the beating yourself up and the feeling really bad about yourself it all reinforces the original belief that you were trying to shift mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. Yeah. And but the, but the moment that you see it as oh it's just I just need to swap that software and this is the way that I need to do it and if it, it hasn't worked it just means that I need to repeat it more times you're detaching all of that emotion and meaning that you're giving it to well and I love I love the analogy of of software like in right. the sense of you as the programmer right so right. if you as the programmer are basically starting off with a with a clean slate and in, in, in right so yes at this point in time you you might have said you inherited or you developed or you created whatever but you've got this piece of software already existing within you right so if you take the notion that there's really nothing wrong with the software per se that right. it's more of about an exploration into the software and going 
okay, this part needs tweaking. This part needs tweaking. Right. Because everything runs on an F and if this happens, therefore this should happen. That right. kind of thing, right? So right. it's it's a yes or no, or if if this pops up, then we do this. And that's that's how software writes, you know? So and part of those that software is your belief systems. Right. So when you when you see something surface and you start catching yourself acting on that belief, you start to, oh, do I need to tweak that belief? Is it something that serves me or doesn't serve me? That's my key. And if it's right. not serving me, well then then I can I can delete that line of code. There's nothing right. like it's not going to change anything outside. Right. Right? So it's right. just really identifying where where the loops are are not functioning properly because there's a lot of things that you have learned and through your experience that actually do serve you well. Right. But it's also just as much about letting go of letting oh. go of the self-beating because that's you know oh. what that is? That's a little the little spinning wheel that doesn't yeah. stop spinning on your computer. That's what that is. When you when 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 things don't work out, right? You did yeah. your seminar, you did your course, you were all hyped up, and you hit enter, and it's just going like this after yeah. it's ended. Yeah. It's like, oh my god, now I need tax support. Now I need to go back and see what they told me to do. And now you're in the loop because you're like beating yourself up you're feeling guilty you're you're reinforcing that belief that's keeping you there you are literally stuck because oh, you're yeah. focusing on the wheelie yeah. thing right yeah i love the way you said the loop <laughs> <laughs> like this little italian accent popped out <laughs> oh well it's yeah. still there well, but you're, you're absolutely correct i mean you're absolutely correct i mean and and when and when we notice it for ourselves and understand that it's that it's just it's just how we operate. It's nothing wrong with the system. Yes. You can, you can get a little bit more light about it. Like, you know, like we don't have to be really, oh man, I got a lot of work to do. <laughs> that right there, that right there is another loop. That it's right there is another loop. Oh my God, this is going to be so hard. There's so much to do. I'm never going to get it done. That's another way that your brain takes you back to like, let's go back to doing things the way we always did. It's just too much to do, too much work. You're broken. You're never going to change, right? Yeah. That that right there is another loop, right? So it really is about getting out of those and also getting out of all the conditions that we put on it. Uh -huh. If I haven't changed within the two weeks that it says that this is not going to work, you know, it's oh, yeah. hopeless, yeah, we, you know. We want instant results, right? We want instant right. results, right? Yeah. I mean, it it took us, what, 13 billion years to get to this state right now? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it ain't going to change over, like, it, but you know what? Uh, and I love, I love um, from the, pr from the principal's work um, is we're really one thought away from Yes, training, right. right? It's right. literally one thought away. And and for me, that gives me goosebumps to know that 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 is possible. So I don't know how others are feeling. Um, please put some things in the comment, any questions that you might have, or e even any, you know, experiences you have with self-help, you know, um, you know, have you tried it all and found yourself just not... <clears throat> But also, you know, like self-help, self-development. Why are there so many things out there? Why? There the were reason 20, why 20 million, like if you self-help books, there's you go on Google, self-help, 20 million plus 
Exactly. So the reason why there are so many different books is because not everything works for everyone, right? Because everything is putting out there what has, everyone's putting out there what has worked for them, Damn. right? Exactly. For yeah. them. And by exploring and trying different things, if you stick to it and you don't get lost in the loop, you don't get lost in the wheelie thing, right? You, you you can just move from one to the other or use parts that work for you and, and throw away the rest, right? And then find the next thing that's gonna help you get to the next level, right? But it really very much is about understanding that this is a process and it's not a magic pill, right? It's a process and whenever you are stuck, there's something that's pointing at guess what? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, something absolutely. inside of you. It's not yeah. about the course. It's not about how they presented it. It's not about what they promised you didn't work. It's about if you're stuck in any way, shape, or form, there's something within you that's keeping you there. Yeah. And so it really is very much a gift because it's showing you, is literally pointing at a place that you can look into, dig deeper into, and Get some more insight, get more understanding of yourself yeah. and why it is that you're stuck in that moment, right? And, and also oftentimes I feel like there's an expiration for how much you can do on your own, right? There's, there's like, there's only so far that you can go without having a little bit of help from someone helping you see what you cannot see in that moment. When you're really in the spinning wheel, it yep. helps if someone stops the wheel for you, right? Well, Carl Jung, who's you know kind of been you know the father of psychology, you know back in I forget when he actually made the quote, but you know he talked about others will see more of you than you will ever see because they're like when you're in the forest, that's all you can see is all these trees in front of you. You can't, you can't see clearly, and and. You know part of our defense mechanism is to hold on to what we believe to be true and when you talk to others and and this is the brave you know exploration that if somebody wants to take care uh do this um is ask others how they see you right and and it, and it will it will really really surprise you you know like i I, uh, my big wake up was when I had cancer and I started to share, you know, that to some of my friends and, uh, and then they would tell me things and I'm going, why did, why did you wait till this happening? <laughs> you know, it's like, why I would have loved to have heard this more often, you know, in the beginning, right. but again, right. you know what, maybe at that time I, I might have had deaf ears. I might've been blind to whatever they were saying. I might've, I might've dismissed it as going, you're oh, spinning yeah. in your wheel. What you're the hell you know? <laughs> you know, you're not living in my life, right? But yeah, that's exactly yeah. right, right? You know, it's yeah. like I've, you know, I've obviously, you know, I've switched my 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 perspective a lot over the last few years. Um, but it is it is funny how we we get ourselves caught in these webs, these Absolutely. webs. Yeah. And I would say to go back to today's, uh, you know, the episode title, I tried it all and nothing has changed. Guess what? Step one, stop believing that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that in its own is a, is a belief, right? Yes. That on its own is what's keeping you there. 
Because <laughs> yeah. when you believe that, guess what? Nothing's <laughs> going to change, right? That's step number one. Yeah. Stop believing that, right? Yeah. It brought you to listen to this, and that's what it was meant for, and now you can let it go. It's an exploration. Right? It's an, it's an exploration. exploration. When I started looking at it from that perspective, then I... It's like uh, the Stephen Jobs uh, um, speech where he, he he talks about the um, the uh, the turning points, like the, all the different um, you know pieces, right? Everything you've done to date, everything, including all the workshops, all the courses, anything books you've read, has brought you here. All the decisions that you've made over the years have brought you here. Right. Whether right. you reflect back on whether they were good or bad doesn't mean a thing. It brought you to right. here, right? Right. Right. And whether or not you see what it has done for you, right? Whether or not you see what it has done for you, because it has all helped you in some way. Yes. The reason why sometimes we write things off as like it wasn't useful is because guess what? It didn't meet the expectation that we had of it, right? The, the ego's when, expectation. Right, yes. right. But when you dig a little bit deeper and you really ask yourself, well, what have I learned from even not getting the thing that I thought I was going to get from yeah. it? Yeah. Guess what? There's growth there, right? There's growth. And it very much is self-exploration, right? I'm stuck. What are the parts of me that are stuck in this? What's the reason why I can't get up and take this action? What's you know, the reason why I can't change things? You you really reminded me a little bit um, of um, being being so childlike as right. an adult. Not Not in the curiosity way, but in the Oh, I didn't get my way, way. Right, right. But that's very much how we are. That's, we haven't that's outgrown that yet. Have we? we haven't. That's why inner child work is so effective for anyone and everyone, right? Because it's all those childlike behaviors and ways of thinking and beliefs that we have. Yeah, we think oftentimes I'm mature. Now. Yeah, they're keeping <laughs> they're keeping us stuck, and there's always a little bit of that child in us. Well, I know there's different, different parts. Yeah, the different right. parts, right? I mean, there's the, right. the curiosity, the the stick toedness that children right. have, right? right? I mean, could you imagine if I if I gave up walking after after a couple of falls? <laughs> you know, it's like you don't see that happening with kids, right? No? But you see that so much in adults. I tr I tried it, I tried it, didn't work. Well, because because the, because children don't have that software that tells them, Absolutely. oh, see how you can't do it, yeah. see how you failed. Uh, yeah. This is never going to happen for you. You tried it many times and nothing has changed, right? Because they don't have that installed, but we do. We do as adults. We have that, and so really realizing that it's that simple. It really is about repeating the the shift, the change, the you know the new belief that you want to install over and over and over again, right? Yep. So the problem is that we just don't do it because there's all this other chatter, there's all the reasons why not, there's all of the analyzing and looking at and getting angry at the course that didn't deliver and I wasted my money and I could have spent that money somewhere else and I spent all that time doing this and it didn't work, right? It's constant and it's repeating and it's yeah. you're rehearsing it. Yeah. So now you're really in the wheel lost in all this thinking when really all you need to do is keep doing that thing that you're telling yourself that didn't work a few more times <laughs> a few more times <laughs> a few more times <laughs> the um ziggy said karma is not coming at you it comes from you very good i love that very true 
and yeah. found that very useful. There, um, there was a bit. A, a, I didn't. I misunderstood what karma was until I, I read a book called Karma by uh, Seth. <laughs> I know, I know, <laughs> right? <laughs> if you're going to learn something, you know, buy a book of, on karma. But uh, it was interesting to learn how you know because he's he's from the east um e eastern countries and how the western philosophies have have sort of taken that eastern philosophy and kind of twisted it around a little bit thinking that th that karma was a checks and balances piece right mm, so, so right. um if i if i create karma by doing something good to offset all the bad karma that i picked up from doing something bad so there's all these checks and balances um, it's a show that we could probably get get right into. Maybe we'll get Sadhguru on our show. Hey, <laughs> yeah, hey. it's already done. <laughs> it's already done. Oh, that guy is so fascinating and funny too. Um, but yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Um, or like, you know what? Don't worry, karma will take care of him. <laughs> you know? oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Like we use it as a weapon. Yeah. yeah. We weaponize yeah. karma. <laughs> you know, weaponize karma. We weaponize self-development. Weaponize anything, right? Oh. And and that's that's really also. And I I do want to speak to this, right? Because one of the problems with why sometimes things don't work <laughs> is because things do get filtered through whoever's delivering it, right? Yeah. And so it's important to also know who you're listening to, whose work you're following. Um, are you putting what they're saying through your own filter, right? You're making it your own and you're misinterpreting some of that, right? So it's, it's really, <laughs> I love that. There, there has to be like a voice version of that. Can you do Can you do like the voice of it? Can you maybe like <sighs> something like that? Well, <laughs> so that we can have it on our podcast. <laughs> there you go. What are you talking about? There yeah. you go. We're yeah. talking about noise. We're Always, talking about yeah, the extra yeah. extra noise, right? Right. So, um, what I found helpful in the last few years, um, and, and and I'm going to give a tribute to Michael Neal on this because I never heard anybody say it this way before. I've never gone to any other workshop, any or, or listened to any book where it's ever started off with, "I want you to forget everything you've known." I want you to listen or read this book as if you're listening to music in other words when you're listening to music you're not judging the music you're kind of you're just kind of listening to it right and what you want to do is you want to look for the feeling that you're getting from it you want to look for something that is fresh and new because you can go into these workshops you can read a book and all you go oh yeah i've heard that before oh yeah you know that's something i've already you know that's just confirming your knowledge. What we're looking for is something outside of your knowledge base. And you're not going to do that by constantly judging or having an opinion about what you're hearing. You want to look for something that's behind the words. Because in my experience, most people that are writing these books are all really pointing to one thing. And when you're prepared to hear it, you'll hear it. But you won't hear it if you're with a critical mind. Ah, I love what you just said. That's such a good point. Such a good point. And we talk about this so many times, right? How we have, we read a book that we read a while ago yeah. and, oh, 
I don't remember hearing that. Did, did they change this? And you go check in, like, did they edit this book? And it's like, you know, it's been the same for like 30 years. Like, oh, I did, really don't remember hearing this part or reading this part. And it's like, oh, maybe I just didn't get it at the time, right? Wasn't, wasn't ready to hear it. Wasn't yeah. ready to understand it. prepared to hear it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that's that's also part of it, right? That's also part of. I I find that stuckness is actually a gift. I think stuckness is a gift. Okay. Yeah. When you stop getting stuck on hating it, getting stuck on resenting it, seeing stuckness as oh, it's just another little pebble that I mm -hmm. need to find and get rid of, and eventually they'll all be gone. And eventually that door will open wide, mm -hmm. right? So I see stuckness as that a beautiful way to really keep digging, keep digging, right? And the moment that you're no longer stuck, you know that you've done all the work you needed to do to well, unlock that part of your life, of you, of you know what you're trying to change. Yeah. I, I I love how you you're in uh, embracing stuckness. Yeah. Because because. It you know using the metaphor of of any any vehicle any vehicle right the fact that you're moving in a direction from time to time you're gonna get stuck exactly <laughs> you know right. like I, I, I it snows in New York <laughs> have you ever been stuck right you try and get some oh, momentum yeah. and then you get stuck right it's like okay I'm stuck right so but there are tools there are things you can do one of the one of the tools that helps me immensely is noticing how how fast my tires are spinning maybe mm. i need to slow down <laughs> <laughs> might slow down to the speed of life right which is another awesome book um but it just it's again you don't know this until you hit the stuckness piece right right so it is a gift i love it so don't get stuck on the fact that you're stuck, stuck. Yes. Right? because that's really very much the loop that keeps us stuck. Yeah. The fact that you believe that you're stuck, the yeah. fact that you get resentful of being stuck, the fact that you're rehearsing it, right? Okay, I'm stuck. I'm so grateful that I can see that. Let me dig a little bit deeper. What about this? You know what? One of the questions that I always ask when I coach someone is, okay, now that you can see this with compassion towards yourself, because it's really mm -hmm. about having compassion towards yourself. Because yes. the opposite of self-criticism is self-compassion, yes. right? Now that you can see this with compassion towards yourself, let's look at what is this being stuck doing for you? And I can assure you 10 times out of 10, there is a benefit that we're getting from whether it is I work myself to the bone and I'm just exhausted and I can't do this anymore. I just need a little rest. And so like, guess what? The solution to that is give yourself a little bit of rest and yeah. then come and try again. Yeah. Oh, miraculously. Now we're unstuck. Well, the reason why you kept being stuck is because you weren't paying attention to what the stuckness was telling you. Yeah. Is there to tell you something? Is there a, to teach you something? It's a tech it is. Engine light. It's it, you have an instrument panel, right? It's an orange light in your car. Yeah. You know. Yes. So you can sit there and punch it and feel yes. really angry and or, start or screaming and cursing. Over top of it and ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> Why is my car not starting anymore? <laughs> 
<laughs> exactly. And that's that's pretty much what we do, right? We just sit there and look at it. Look at how orange it is. It's just it's a terrible sign. You know, they could have picked a better design for that, you know, like it's even noisy. I don't really like that, right? That's basically the the you know that that equates that self chatter that you yeah. know the loop that you're running in your head of thinking of focusing on the fact that you're stuck it didn't work and this stuff doesn't work and i got screwed and blah, 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 right yeah you're stuck because you're keeping yourself there right yeah. and let's embrace it let's just be very kind to it very compassionate towards ourselves and be like okay stuckness it's stuckness. It's uh, what do we need to look at now? What do I, what else do I need to look into here? That's not quite working. Do I even want this thing? Why am I pursuing? It? And I, am I really stuck? Am I, am I, really, am I really stuck? Really isn't there, right? Um, I one what I remember when getting coached and I this subject came up with my coach, and the 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 talk was well, have you ever been felt this way before. And and when you self-reflect back, I I remember so many incidences where I thought this was the worst possible case that <laughs> ever happened, right? I'm never going to get through this. This is like I have no idea how I'm going to get through this. Well, here I am, here I am today. Right? right? And and I we forget, I forget that how resilient we are. You know, because I've gone through all that before, and now all of a sudden, this all of a sudden is the worst case, or this is I'm never going to get through this. Well, my track history doesn't doesn't support that. Doesn't right? And 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 anybody that's on our on our um, uh, listening to this the, either through the recording or the podcast, if you reflect back on all those incidences, what makes this one so different? than all the other ones that you conquered in the past. And, and you'll find out, you know what, give it time. You'll be saying the same thing. Geez, how did I get through that? <laughs> because you so are resilient. True. So true. So yeah. true. So, yeah. you know, to summarize it, stop telling yourself that you tried it all and you're stuck. Right? Yeah. yeah. Befriend your stuckness and see what it's telling you. Yeah. Be persistent. Come back and be persistent. Keep implementing the changes you can't just do it one or two times or like do it for two days go back for a month and then do it again for two days and then say i tried it for two months every day day after day consistently that's how you rewire your brain and it's, rewiring your brain is the thing that changes your, your habits drip 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 yeah, yeah. and and finally believe that it works yeah. Believe that it works. It, because if we wouldn't be here if we didn't know it worked. It it works. Trust me. It works. I, I uh I was actually uh sharing something with Michael Neal last week and I uh, I said to him, you know, basically I started off, this shit works. So I'm telling everybody this shit works. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it does work it does work and and even with knowing that there are moments where you and i oh. both right we'd be like oh my god i was so stuck and i yep. wasn't i wasn't recognizing it yeah. i wasn't yeah. seeing it yeah right? it's all it happened yeah. so so with that said also be open to accepting help to asking for help to helping someone 
or see it or receive the help from someone else, right? Those are the three most powerful words. Help. <laughs> I need help. I need help. Exactly. I need help. But and be careful you, who you look for help from. Sure. Right? Don't just go to anyone. Go to someone who can actually help you. Because oftentimes then we go to someone who doesn't know how well, to help and us. They, and they all, all right? our friends and family, they all have the good intentions and they want the best best to you. But it is it is very helpful to go with somebody that has no connection. Or um, it's an expert on the thing that you're trying to change. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> right? Absolutely. So, um, hey, wow. You wow. Are you were on. <laughs> I know. I got all that laughter out. I was dancing Sunday morning, and now I'm ready. I'm ready to go. <laughs> we all have our low days, right? We all have like I wasn't. I wasn't in my you know peak last Wednesday. Like I said, I was in denial that I was even getting a little bit sick, and I almost choked myself on my water bottle right before we, we went live, and you know like. I was exhausted. I yes. was exhausted. Like my brain just wasn't functioning the way it's yeah. functioning today. And that's yeah. okay. Yeah. I'm I'm okay with that. I'm okay yeah. with that. Hey, it's called the bumps and the it's called it, life. It's yeah, called it's called life. life. Yeah. yeah. So hey, so let's uh let's uh take on the rest of this uh this day and the rest of the week and and uh we hope you all come back next week for another subject. We're getting close to our 50th episode, eh? Right. And we're going to have a very special guest for that episode. Very special. Very, very special. special. So yeah. we will be announcing all of that. We have a few guests coming up. We will be announcing all of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, stay tuned. Stay Subscribe, follow us, listen to our Share podcast. That's imminently coming out. I can't. I know. I promised I wasn't going to announce it again. But... <laughs> It's there. It's there. It's there. You it's can go there. there now if you really want to. But uh, anyways, we'll, we will make it. We will make a big deal out of yeah. it. And yeah. yeah, we'll see you next week. Stay and yeah. stock, everyone. Befriend your stockness. That's right. <laughs> okay. Ciao, ciao. Bye, bye. Bye. you so much for joining us we appreciate every listener that is committed to the journey of transformation and if you found value in today's episode join us for the next conversation as we take on a new topic every week subscribe to our podcast so that you won't miss any tips and insights your experience of the show means a lot to us so please help us amplify our impact by posting an honest review this action matters to us more than you know you can find us on social media at An Honest Look Podcast and on our YouTube channel at An Honest Look. Bye for now. Ciao, ciao, and until next time.